Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with busy moms of littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? (laughs) No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here. Guess what? It's fall, y'all. I'm so excited because this is my favorite season of the year for a lot of reasons. Number one, I love pumpkin spice everything. Are you guys into that? You know, I have the graphic t-shirt that lets people know that I'm down with all the pumpkin spice stuff. Additionally, I love the weather. It's no longer so hot. I grew up in the South and it was hot and muggy and just steamy. If there was any rain during the summertime, it just got nastier. <laughs> the steam would come up from the concrete. You know, it was, it was hot. It was sticky. Living in Southern California, we really do. I'm, I feel very blessed to have the great weather that we have year round, honestly. But 
yeah, sometimes I can use a break from the summer weather and I really get excited about the fall. And let's get really real. A lot of it has to do with the fun outfits that I look forward to wearing year round. I love a nice light sweater. I love a fun scarf or a hat combo that you can add to really finish the look of your outfit. I really get excited about that. I love a skinny jean with a boot. You know, this is, this is my jam. So I'm so excited about fall and whether fall is your favorite for clothing or drinks, or maybe you have another season of the year that you love. I wanted to talk to you about this particular subject because this tends to come about <laughs> during the fall. First of all, do you celebrate Halloween? I'm going to be talking about costume organization today, and a lot of people, I think, think immediately Halloween. But the truth is, I mean, we were raised in the Bible Belt, so I had lots of family friends who did not celebrate Halloween, so no judgment there. I hope in turn you won't judge me and my family because we do go trick-or-treating. But our church was so great. They would set up these all these indoor, they called it kind of like fall festival. So it wasn't necessarily a Halloween thing, but it was a fall festival event where we would go. We had a big, huge church and all the kids would get to dress up uh, in their appropriate <laughs> church costume. And so we would get to go around and do fun games and then we would, you know, get the candy and the little prizes and all that kind of stuff. So that was a great alternative that our church provided to anybody that didn't celebrate Halloween. So if you don't, it's okay because yes, costumes, I think a lot of times we associate with Halloween and for me, fall Halloween is a big part of that as well. But I'm going to be talking about organization today that really just has to do with any costumes. It also has to do with if your kids love to play dress up, you may have costumes for that that have nothing to do with Halloween. So don't count this episode out if you do not celebrate Halloween, because my guess is that you have at some point in your life worn a costume or you have kiddos who enjoy dressing up. And so today let's talk about organizing those costumes. Okay. Before I get started with all of the details about how we organize in the space later, well, we will definitely get to that. I wanted to talk about how we have actually done trick-or-treating in the past and how that could look different this year. So bear with me while I chat with you or you know, feel free to skip ahead to the actual organization part if you're ready. But I want to give you some tips because sometimes, and this is you know, pandemic or not, sometimes trick-or-treating can be in the middle of a school week and that can be difficult. Sometimes you might be a family who really doesn't give your kids candy and sugary treats often. Maybe that's just a special occasion thing. And then also there's, there's always that, that feeling of, gosh, are the kids going to get to bed late that night and then just be a total zombie the next day at school. So there's a couple ways that I've actually organized our uh, Halloween trick-or-treating schedule with the kids. And I wanted to share that with you first, and then we'll get into actually how to organize those in your space. All right. So first I want to tell you that since the kids were little, when we just had Isabel, our youngest, and then also when Duke came along, we continued this. I would find whatever theme, you know, when they're really little, they can't really tell you what they want to dress up as. So maybe you come up with the theme, but as they get older, the theme of whatever costume they want for that particular year, I would try to find a pajama version of this. Okay. That is what I want you to pick up on this episode when we actually talk about the Halloween thing, because 
I'm telling you, it's going to serve you well. If you have really littles, this is why you want to try to opt for a pajama version of whatever costume you're looking for. All right. There's going to be a couple of reasons. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what I didn't think of there? I should have picked three reasons. So we'll see if it equals out to three reasons you should make your Halloween costumes pajamas. Here, let's just see. Let's try it right now. All right, we're going to wing it. We're friends here. It's okay if I mess this up, right? Okay. There's editing. <laughs> Number one, because if you have a Halloween costume that doubles as pajamas, that's not the last time you get to wear it you get to go on wearing those pajamas many times when the kids go to sleep. Okay. Boom. Number two, it is appropriate for your budget. Let's say it, it is a budget friendly decision because cost per wear, it's not just going to be that one and only time you're going to have those cute jammies. Like I said, for the first part, you get to wear those cute jammies all the time. That's great. But secondly, that's really great because how often do we buy a Halloween costume? And then <laughs> We think, oh shoot, look how fast they grew out of that. They only got to wear it once. I mean, those little stinkers grow like weeds. So you know that there have been a couple of times at least that your kids have only gotten to wear a Halloween costume once. And Halloween costumes can be expensive. The nice thing is you can do it on a budget. If you do it on a budget, that's great too. How often have you been like, oh, we need to pick a Halloween costume? Cowgirl, we've got boots and a hat and a bandana. Perfect. Put some jeans on and a white t-shirt or some overalls. There's your costume. Like stick a long hay piece of hay in your mouth or something. <laughs> Get a, uh, an eyeliner and put some freckles on your cheeks or braid your hair and little pigtail. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do costumes on a budget, but if you're investing in a decent costume for the year, how great if you do it pajama style where you actually get more cost per wear. It's going to be more comfortable because, you know, if the kids get an, a very uncomfortable costume, chances are they're not even going to make it down three houses without starting to pull that thing off. Okay. All right. So we got, I, so far we got a one and a two and I already know what my three is going to be. This totally worked out. <gasps> I love the threes. Okay. So the one that's just going to go back to when you want to make sure that you get to have PJs, you're like not only getting a costume, but you're also getting a comfy PJ. Number two, budget friendly cost per wear. You get to wear it all the time if it's pajamas. And number three, and this is what I'm really excited to tell you about. So I have always done the pajama version. And the reason is because my kids have been little and we have an early bedtime. And I don't want that early bedtime to be completely, I don't know, what do we say? Like shot. I don't want it to be completely shot just because we have to wait for the sun to go down. We're trick-or-treating in all the neighborhood houses. We get back home. The kids want to eat candy. They didn't really eat very well of their dinner because they were so excited about trick-or-treating or getting dressed. And so everybody then wants to eat dinner again. And look at that. It's 11 o'clock and the kids still have school the next day. So the reason I love pajamas as a costume and by the way, they don't have to look like pajamas, like the pajamas, they've really stepped it up over the years and they make them pretty cool and really look like whatever it is you're trying to be. Um, but your kids are already in their PJs. They get home. That's the last thing you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about, oh, 
I need to take off their, the makeup that went with their costume. They've got, you know, tattoos all up and down their body and maybe they can't wear those the next day or maybe they've got their hair is sprayed a different color and everybody's got to get in the bathtub and we got to scrub all this out. You can do those little minimal touches to add on if you want to, but if you do it when they're little, you know, you might just like pull an extra mask off that was on their heads, stick those kids in the bed. Bedtime, there you go. It doesn't spoil your bedtime because you're not taking so much time in taking apart all these costumes and washing the face and this and that and whatever. There's, they're already ready for bed. So there you go. Three. Who knew? Okay. So very exciting. Those are great reasons to do that. And I will tell you schedule wise, because my kids have always gone to bed pretty early, they are 11 to 12 hour sleepers. I know. I'm sorry. I don't even, we started really young with the whole making sure that was consistent, having the bedtime routine, all that kind of stuff. But I just, I don't know how I got so lucky on that front. I know i I hate my guts too. Okay. So they sleep really late or long and they go to bed early. And so the nice thing about that is that if they don't know any different, if they don't know that Halloween night, you get to stay up really late eating candy. If you never kind of give them that opportunity, that doesn't ever have to be anything that causes stress. If that was ever frustrating for you guys. So you know, we just start earlier. We, I don't mind taking the kids out when it's still daylight. I don't mind only hitting a few houses in the neighborhood that are maybe like the big Halloween houses. And then other than that, just a couple that are nearby. It doesn't have to be hours of patrolling neighborhoods and other people's neighborhoods and, you know, keep it really simple. And if you do these simple things when they are young, they're just going to think that's the way that it is. Now, swinging fully to the other side of the pendulum, if you live for some Halloween night and live for staying up late and eating candy and doing all of the fun, by all means, go for it. Have so much fun. I'm in full and total support of that. And you know what? Like zombie, that's a popular costume. So fine. You're going to be a zombie the next day. That's okay. Totally fine. You might be exhausted, but was it worth the fun? If it was, do it. If that's your style, do it and have so much fun and don't feel guilty about that. Okay. So you guys do it up. The other ones of you who have littles, you just turn in early and you take some cute pictures and they're already in their PJs and you've allotted, you know, one piece of candy. And then later on on the weekend, we'll, you know, dole those out or maybe send one or two to school if you can in school lunches, if they allow that later on in the week, there you go. I will say that that is a cool thing that our school has done, which I've loved. I don't remember doing this growing up. And with three of us kids who were trick-or-treating, I feel like we had an insane amount of candy for a very long time. But our school does something really cool, which is that the next day after Halloween, you bring any of your candy that you want to donate and immediately give that to a great cause. So I think that goes to the Soldier's Angels. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to double check. I will be happy to put those details in the show notes if you want to check it out. So that way you guys can feel really awesome about trick-or-treating because you're going to donate that candy to soldiers who are serving our country. So yay, win-win for everybody. All right, let's get to the organizing. Now let's do go quickly back to the three E's because I just really love starting there to keep it simple. Your essentials, enhancements, and extras. That's the three E's. Philosophy, uh, essential, enhancement, and extra 
is the purge, the sale, the style. So I always say purge. If you guys have Halloween costumes and the kids are not using them anymore, get rid of them. Chances are they haven't been worn a lot. And so you can donate them or you can sell them on a yard sale and get some ROI. So if you have trouble with purging, go back to episode seven. That's the essential purge. It's going to give you some encouragement on how best to get rid of things, especially if they feel a little sentimental. Also, I did a yard sale episode. If you are looking to get some ROI for the things that you have invested in, you can go back and listen to a successful yard sale. That episode, I want to say maybe is 22, but I'll definitely put those in the show notes. That way you can go back and listen if you're just wanting a little help with that. If the sale is not your enhancement, your second step, then donating, again, donating to any good causes or maybe maybe these just are going to be kind of like hand-me-downs. So you're going to give, a lot of times I will give uh, anybody that we give our hand-me-downs to if we've worn the costume that year. In this case, a lot of times it's PJs. We're going to go ahead and pass that on to friends so their kiddos can wear that costume too. So definitely do that. The final E, the extra, that is the style. So we are styling what's left over. Any Halloween costumes that haven't gotten purged, sold or donated, things that you want to keep. We're going to talk about two different places that you might consider keeping those. One is going to be in a keepsake place. So if these are just maybe those very first ones, like my friend Taz, she and her daughter, they had a cute little tiger costume. It was little onesie because all her child and our kids were born in the months of September and October. And so the cool thing is that when we have our birthdays for the kids, again, oftentimes whatever costume they want to be for Halloween that year, I will actually have their birthday maybe coincide with that, be whatever theme it is. So like, for example, this year, my Duke wanted to be Black Ninja. And by the way, if you guys don't know, my husband scared the you know what out of him because he jumped out of a closet and he was, my husband's six foot six. So a full ninja clad dad jumped out of a closet and surprised him. And well, that was a priceless video. So <laughs> that just happened the other day. I have to tell you so funny. So Duke has his black ninja costume that he got that were just some black PJs that we found that did the trick. And that is what he's going to be for Halloween. Well, that's what we started years ago. So my friend Taz, she actually had this cute little tiger onesie that she put her daughter in. So then she passed that on and my Isabel then was the first to be born of my group. And so she got to wear that for her first Halloween. And then because it was totally just a little black and white unisex onesie, we put it on Duke too. That of course had to be his first Halloween costume too. So really being able to have those sweet keepsakes, I just, I couldn't bear to get rid of it. And maybe Taz, if you're listening, would you like that back for Zara's keepsake box right now? I think it's in Dukes, but that's okay. If you have a Halloween costume that was meaningful, that was super meaningful. You know, it went through three of us and we have the cute little photos to prove it. And Hey, by the way, they were onesies. So we started that whole PJ idea as soon as they were, they were weren't even a year old yet. They were just a month or two old. So they were immediately in their PJs. So they just got to sleep in that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, this is the time that you decide, is this costume really worth saving? And if it's as simple as PJs, or if it is a very simple costume and it doesn't have, you know, maybe gigantic angel wings or ladybug wings or, you know, something huge or like a huge Buzz Lightyear helmet. I don't know. <laughs> 
trying to think of another idea other than wings. That might not be something that you want to hold on to. Maybe you want to snap a photo and put that in your keepsake box as their first Halloween costume or a fun one that they did for that year. And also, again, doesn't have to be Halloween, can be just any costume that they've worn, whether it was a birthday party theme, maybe they were in a play at school or church, and so they wore a really fun costume. Sure, if, if it is small and you want to roll that up and stick that in their keepsake box, this is the time to organize it and put it there. Additionally, the other way I really like to store these costumes after you've done a good purge and you know these items are going to totally bring your kids joy because they love to dress up, have it either hang in a closet or put it in a toy box or in a, a container that is all for costumes so that they can pull those out and wear those. And even if you've got more than one kid in the family or you're having a fun play date, obviously barring a pandemic and social distancing, go ahead and grab those out. That can be a really good time for all to play dress up. So absolutely don't feel like you have to get rid of all of the costumes that you love and adore. Uh, my husband, I started saying this in the very beginning, he loves any excuse to dress in a costume. And when you're six foot six, that can be a little difficult because <laughs> finding costumes in your correct size is could, you know, might be a little tricky, but it is quite fun. And so there have been a couple of our favorites that we have hung on to and we just have those in a costume box. And so that is, you know, good times and fun for all for him to grab that and, and try that on. And the kids just think it's hysterical. I'm a former theater major when I was in college, have done a too many plays to count, honestly. So I love an excuse to wear a costume too. So it is good times. If you want to hang on to those costumes, don't feel guilty about it. I mean, it sounds like if you want to hang on to them, it's because they bring you joy and Marie Kondo would approve. So let's do it. But you guys just make sure that you don't have an exorbitant amount. Make sure that the space that you have is adequate space to store it. And if you feel like you have too many, again, do a good essential purge. As you know, if you're starting when they're really little collecting those costumes, you might end up having garbage bags and bins and storage units full of costumes if you kept everything. So really try to be good, fearless and decisive and go ahead and do that essential purge so that you are not bursting at the seams with costumes. All right. I hope these tips help today. I love that that initial three thing worked out in <laughs> why it's a good idea to pick pajamas as your costume. That's definitely been great recently. I talked to the kids about it too. They were so funny. They're like, mom, isn't it, you know, even if we have the pandemic and things are a little different this year, like costumes kind of built in face mask and gloves in some <laughs> costume choices. I thought that was clever. Absolutely right. But do be safe if you guys are venturing out into the community and making the choice to do that. Perhaps this year, pick costumes that do have a built-in mask and gloves. And yeah, just have some fun. Be safe and don't forget to organize those costumes. All right. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. 
Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.